hopes and fears. Tune in daily, don't miss a single show. Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow. Taking risks, making moves, seeking success. Together we'll conquer, no room for any less. Listen now. Good morning. Happy Friday. Uh, happy Jobs Day. I mean, that's the big news of the day. Uh, have I told you about SMCI? <laughs> I'm going to keep saying that every time I add to it. Uh, QQQ, we're, we're on the Qs. Um, jobs number, by the way, it, we're still in the good news is bad news um, for the market. Um, it took futures down. And the reason it took just the jobs number came in at 355,000 versus 170,000 expected. So it doubled um, what was expected, but we are still in the good news is bad news. It's great news that, hey, we're, we're creating more jobs. The, the unemployment number is coming down, but it took absolutely rate cuts in March off the table. So May is the next rate cut. So what did the, the market do? Uh, market pulled back. I think Q's at the beginning were up by 1%, driven mainly by the earnings, which we will go over. Uh, I've talked about it, how that button hook started to happen, and then we just kept value um, uh, confirmation. And now we're kind of on our way down. I mean, this is a four-hour chart. So four hours from, um, from this. We're pulling the volume. I'm going to pull it back to July. This is where I like to look at the cues as far as volume goes because it'll tell us where people are holding from July now. And you can see the button hook right there. If you don't know what a button hook is, my, my um, newsletter is free. You can go and look at it. The, the button hook explanation is in the education section. Uh, that's a paid section. But you can kind of figure it out. Again, the, the, the newsletter is absolutely free. And for anyone that asked, um, there was a request on Facebook Live yesterday for me to show my, my uh, me and my dogs. So I had someone take a picture. My girlfriend took a picture of me and my dogs. And it's at the end of the newsletter. So if you'd like to see that, yeah, you can subscribe to the newsletter. Um, but if you want anything, again, it is a free newsletter during the week. I think it will help anybody that has interest in stock, specifically anybody that listens to this podcast. Um, I know there are people that listen to this podcast that have not signed up. Dailystockpick.substack.com. You should go over there and subscribe. But here's where we're at. The queues are up 0.66. I would expect us to wind up up today. And, and the earnings are the reason that the queues are going to wind up up. The problem is Apple's going to wind up down. So most likely my performance, my portfolio will wind up down. Here's the MACD crossing down. Uh, the algorithm has not gotten us out, even though we lost confirmation for a couple of days. Those little candles down below the nine day, uh, we filled the gap back up. And we'll probably finish the day, I'd say around 428. Between, probably between 425 and 428 is where I would guess. Um, if we dip down b uh, below 410, I think you've got a problem. I think you get probably down to, you know, I'm sorry, 420. I think you get down to about 4, 412 or so. Um, so you got to kind of look at the markets if you're playing it short term. Uh, I did put in the newsletter yesterday. I got out of my TQQQ. Reason I got out of my TQQQ was I had made a nice little profit, 7 8%. I think I was up 12%. But remember, it's a triple levered ETF. And you don't want to hold these for more than a day or two. I've been holding this since January 11th. Um, if we go back here, uh, where is January 11th? January 11th is right here. 
So if I bought January 11th right there and I got out, there's a nice 10% gain. So I think it was around 8 9% by the time I sold it. Um, but yeah, I sold it at 53.80. And the reason I sold it was we had huge earnings coming up. And the earnings from Microsoft didn't move the needle. And so I was saying, hey, I want the needle to move, um, but I'm not willing to hold on to a triple levered ETF. So I held on to my QQQs. I still made money. I still own Meta. I still own uh, Amazon. I own a ton of Apple. So I still made money. It wound up, you know, portfolios down today just because of Apple, but we'll go over that. Qs, you have confirmation over that nine day. That nine day is starting to move. The, the MACD is a little bit high. It's not super high though. Look at where it gets to, and it's starting to turn. The RSI quickly dipped down to 44, and now it's back up at 57. So I, I think we do have more room to run. I think this is just a, a look at this. Um, you know, Again, read this article in the newsletter, U.S. job growth blows plast consensus in January. Uh, forget the rate cuts. Um, yeah, so we'll have a bunch of January numbers that come out, uh, and we can take a look at those. Two, one upgrade in the core portfolio, Cleveland Cliffs got upgraded from a hold to a buy. Uh, Cleveland Cliffs, I say $20 is your swing. Anything over $20, you sell it. Anything under $20, I think you can buy it. Uh, I like this company. They're solidly uh, get gaining uh, in their, their, their basically, they, I think they raised their prices three times um, without uh, affecting demand. So it's a steel company. They're going for the U.S. steel um, buying, but I don't know how that's going to work out. A couple of downgrades. QQQ got downgraded from a strong buy to a buy. Doesn't mean you get rid of it. It doesn't mean that you do anything with your portfolio. Look at that stock chart. Qs are something that you basically look at for a um, a, a bi-yearly, maybe a quarterly basis, Um, but you don't trade the Qs. You trade TQQQ. So just understand that. And another downgrade, NVIDIA. NVIDIA in the uh, Seeking Alpha Quant got a downgrade from a buy to a hold. Does not mean that you do anything with NVIDIA. I repeat, you do nothing with NVIDIA. If this were to dip, you buy. Simple as that. If this were to dip, you buy. Look now the MACD way way up here at 20. The the RSI at 76 this is overbought. It absolutely should be dipping. It is not. <clears throat> the valuation is not crazy because if <coughs> excuse me let me get a glass of water. Mm. If SMCI's earnings, if TSM's earnings, if AMD's earnings, if all of these chips companies' earnings are anything to indicate in the past earnings from NVIDIA, this quarter is going to be huge. It's going to be all about guidance. You can see the 200 days moving positive, the 50 days moving positive. Boy, don't you wish you bought at this golden cross at five uh, at 491 where you thought god it went down to 475 i thought it was a golden cross i thought this was supposed to go up well if you bought a 495 you're at 647 right now so it's a quality quality stock you do nothing even though it was downgraded in the quant you do nothing with it you add to it anything under uh $600 is a gift on this one before earnings anything under 640 I'm buying today. 
So if it dips down today, uh, just because that quant rating went down, it's the valuation that kills the quant. Um, the valuation, it's a D. Remember, uh, the, the non-gap forward, earning, um, forward PE, this is based on their estimates. It's 51. If you want to buy a stock and you want to buy it today, uh, that's going to have NVIDIA earn, uh, earnings uh, uh, stuff, it's SMCI. Get this one under 600. I'm telling you, I think it's going to be 700 when NVIDIA comes out with their earnings. The forward PE on this one is 27. That would mean if this had the forward PE of NVIDIA, this would be a $1,200 stock. Simple as that. I, I bought more of it. I continue to buy it. Uh, you wonder why I'm, I'm number uh, three on the, uh, the, the trading portfolio on Savvy Trader. It's because of this stock. It's because of NVIDIA. It's because of DraftKings. It's because of those little things that I do. I'm not, you know, they're not all home runs. I have Intel in there, which is down, to, I think, 11% since I bought it. So it, it's the little stuff that makes a big difference. What are the biggest movers of today? This is, uh, you know, Meta. Meta posted earnings that just, it, it's up 15%. If we look at the chart on Meta, uh, if you own this one, kudos. I think the the buy price was under 400. You can see 389 was the all time high there. It blew past that. When it got to 400, it pulled back to 389. Did you buy more? I didn't. I bought the Qs. I bought some. I have some exposure to Meta, but I didn't buy enough. This one, they declared a dividend. Uh, we can look at this story. They declared a, a 50 cent dividend. I think um, they'll do 50 billion in buybacks. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, let me look at my note real quick. Mark Zuckerberg, uh, with the dividend, gets paid $700 million per year. So he becomes a billionaire every one and a half years again, just with his dividend of this stock. And they are going to, what the dividend and the buyback tells you is that this company is in a super strong cash position. Biggest mover. Shares of Amazon soared as much as 7% after they beat results. Amazon, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's getting back to its all-time high. Don't look at a short chart of this one. That yellow line that you see there is part of the, the, the weekly that I look at often. It's RSI is at 75. Do you want to buy it at 170 here? I think anything under 170 today is a gift for long term. You can see the all-time highs right here at 187. That's where you're going to. You're at 170 today. Boy, don't you wish you bought down here at 155. Again, biggest movers of the day. Um, some popular uh, pl social media platforms. Snap was up 6%. And, and this is all on Meta. I think Snap's earnings are coming out. Uh, let's see when they're coming out. They're coming out. Do, 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 I think it's next week. Uh, yes, February 6th. This stock has just been a monster. I do own it. Algorithm has you out with a 2% loss. I wouldn't have gotten out at 16. You're trading at 1660. The multiple on this one is crazy. If we go over to Finviz and we look at Snap, uh, they are not making money. Just understand, Meta is making money. Snap is not. Snap is losing $1.3 billion. It's not like they have to uh, dilute. They have plenty of cash on hand. They're making plenty of cash. Um, but they are losing money. That's the big difference. This one may come back and say, hey, we're losing money. But year-to-date, it's down 2%. Meta's way up. This one's up 59% over one year. Uh, it is 7% below its 52-week high. 
of $17, but the average price target is $14. Nobody's raising their price target uh, above here. They're all saying, hey, it's about the same, 20, 22, 17. So Snap went up. Um, we can look at, let's see, Pinterest probably went up. Yeah, Pinterest went up 4%. Snap's up 4% um, in the market today. Pins is another one. This is all on the back of Meta because Meta's earnings were so strong. Uh, Pins is up uh, 2%. Remember when I was telling you, hey, under 30, you want to buy this one? Wait till I, I was even back here before Elliott Manage got, Management got in and said, hey, under 20, this is a bargain. This is a social media platform that actually makes um, a good amount of, um, you know, they have really good active users. I don't know if they make money. But with Elliott Management in here, you can guarantee you that they're going to make money. Yeah, they lose $219 million. So they may become actually cash flow positive on their next earnings, which is coming up next week, February 9th. They may actually, you know, post a, a nice little profit. Who knows? Uh, but again, you want to be in those names. Now, uh, biggest losers, uh, it says Skechers. Uh, by the way, I'll bring this up too. Deck had their earnings. This is the Deckers Corporation. Um, this is the outdoor companies. Uh, I can't believe it, but they blew it away. They blew it away and they are up 13% today. I got this one wrong. I thought boat shoes and crap like that were just, you know, a thing of yesterday. Yeah, it, it wasn't. Um, but one of the biggest losers, uh, it doesn't really put the biggest losers in here. Oh, before I, I do it, Amazon gains after holiday quarter sales shine profit soar. Read this article if you want in the newsletter. It, it's a really good one. Andy Jassy just has stuff on par. One of the biggest losers, though, is Apple. And even though their earnings shined, it was a really good quarter with earnings. I still say 180 is the, uh, the, the, the support level here. You can see that volume shelf right at 178. But this is a long-term play. Algorithm got you out with a slight gain. Uh, do you buy here? If it's long-term, I think you absolutely buy. Their dividend is here on February 9th. It's a tiny dividend. It doesn't matter. Don't buy it for the dividend. Uh, but you're seeing right here that $200 price point is really, really hard to get through. And so if you're going to buy it here at 183 just understand that that, um, that $200 is probably your cap. Your bottom is probably $170. Uh, the, the issue was China. It, it, it's China. It's China. Um, Cook attempted to defend the company's position in the region, telling analysts the iPhone accounts for four of the top six smartphone positions in urban China. Well, do you want to own number four? You want to own number one. And now worldwide, Apple is the number one. They overtook Samsung. Um, but China is just kind of weighing on it. And, and Cook tried to say, well, it was, um, you know, uh, currency, eh, currency, schmurrency. It's not. The, the fact that they, they, they increase their revenue, um, the fact that they have some products in development, the fact that the Vision Pro just came out, um, I think it's good. Uh, here's my notes. Apple beat, and I'm long because of AI and Vision Pro. Review is that the, the Vision Pro is like the watch. The world uh, in Vision Pro is so good. The reviewers all say while there are issues, you want to go back into the Vision Pro world after taking the Vision Pro off. It's magical. That's been the key word, by the way, for me, magical. That's been the universal review, but at $3,500, I think Apple will figure this out with the first version and push into a new hardware line of sales like they did with the wearables division. 
I think this one opens up uh, the services. I think it opens up a ton. And that's just Vision Pro. The other key feature that, that Tim Cook brought up is that they are pouring money into AI. He said they will have uh, an announcement later this year. My guess is that that comes out uh, during their June uh, software, WWDC, I think it's called, Worldwide Developer Conference. Um, that will be in June. I think with the fact that you have uh, all of the a- uh, iOS devices running the same iOS, uh, I think you have a reason to upgrade to the uh, the iPhone 16 with that they will come out with some type of AI, not that will run on the 16, but will run on the 14 and above. And so you're going to be forced to upgrade if you want the new quote unquote Siri. And I think there will be a, a premium quote unquote Siri. Um, just understand, I do think that uh, Apple's AI will most likely be something that will take ad revenue away from Google. Uh, I think it will take some ad revenue away from Amazon. Uh, I think you you want to own all of these companies, but I, I do think that Apple probably has the, the biggest push into this because they have the deep pockets. It, they didn't up the dividend. They didn't up the buy. Where are they putting their money? They're putting it into AI. They're spending on AI. Uh, the CFO said that the March quarter may just be flat, so they may have to tweak some things down. That's the reason why why this stock pulled back by $6. That's why it's trading lower today is that that 100% was the reason that took this down. So it was that CFO comment. The, the stock was up, and then that CFO made that comment. Um, and this is the comment in the March quarter, we are unable to replenish channel inventory and fulfill significant pent up demand for the constraints. That's what he said. And typically what they do in, in the March quarter is, is that they run this up. So it's going to be a pullback. You're going to see some weakness in this stock. I think you add to this for long term. And I'm not trimming this one at this levels. When it gets to that 190 level, that's when I start to trim. Again, my position should not be your position. I own tens of thousands of shares of Apple. Tens of thousands of shares. So this move down by $6, yeah, that's a nice five, uh, you know, mid-five-figure uh, loss for me just in the day. So you know, understand, my position is not your position. I am significantly different. I want to trim this. I, I don't need the cash, but I want to trim this between 195 and 200 Just in my retirement accounts, not in my brokerage account. I don't want tax stuff. Um, but when that news came out, that was the big one. Uh, team, which was the other one that I mentioned yesterday. This is one that I, and the reason I, I said it was, it's a cloud stock. I am considering this for the, the core portfolio. I do not hold a position in it per, uh, personally. But I like this stock a lot. I like the, the, the if you've ever used Jira, uh, if you're a software developer or anything, that's what this is. This is just a, you know, it's a SaaS company. The problem that I have with this is, and, and the reason I'm slightly reluctant is I do think that some companies wind up developing and get software developers and, and they get off of the software platforms. I think AI has become that. And, and I posted something on my Twitter yesterday from Sam Altman um, where he said he thinks AI will be able to have a company, a, a person in a garage, build a billion-dollar company by themselves. He thinks that will be able to be achieved through AI. 
I think that uh, puts SaaS uh, software as a service. I think that puts those companies in the crosshairs um, because I think they have to develop things. And Team is a SaaS service. Um, I like it. It it has shown super, super promise. Uh, It's not making money. You can see right here uh, it's pulling back. I do think that you get back to those $400 levels. I think this one has some, some, some rain in it. But understand, it, it's a long-term play. That's why I said it. You can read this article about it. You can read more about it on uh, Seeking Alpha. Uh, I said Exxon and Chevron. I might buy for a nice, you know, um, one or two percent uh, pop in in those companies. Not Z O M. It's X O M. Um, I did not do it. I should have done it because uh, XOM is up 0.05%. It popped all the way up to 104 or so. Uh, I thought it was going to come up to this 104 level. It did in pre-market. Uh, they announced earnings and they, they increased their dividend. Here's For all the dividend people that love dividends, here's the dividend increases. Um, General Motors, Shutterstock, Chevron, they all it, you know increased their dividend. And Chevron, by the way, had great earnings as well. It, it's just oil. I mean, they're going to make money and they're going to return it to shareholders. Dividend declarations, Kinder Morgan, IBM, Marathon Oil, and Exxon, they all said, hey, here's, here's a special dividend. Um, that announced a dividend in the last week. Upcoming dividends, uh, Las Vegas Sands, uh, MetLife, Intel, Starbucks. Um, yeah, yeah. So if you want, I, I think this, again, f- the, the XOM and CVX play both lower year over year, but both had huge dividends and cash flow. Like I said, it was a nice 1% to 2% gain over a, a day, you know, a couple of days. Uh, remember, we're hitting singles, not home runs. SMCI is absolute home run. But we want to hit singles. We want those 1% and 2% ones um, to be able to do that. Uh, SMCI in pre-market, let's just talk about it. Uh, I posted this yesterday. The algorithm is up 85% over 24 days. One month, you're up 85% in this name. One month. I posted this. Um, Make sure that you, you, you take a look at this because... SMCI, in my mind, I just went over it. I will probably be adding to this. I think 580 provides a decent entry point. Um, the, the, the PE ratio for me is, is just you know, 17. The forward PE is 17. I'm sorry, it's 27. 27, not 17. It was 17. That's why we jumped from 300 up to, to 600 within a matter of just you know weeks is because the PE went for the forward PE went from 17 to 27. But you doubled the share price because you're starting to make more money. Now it was brought up to me yesterday in the private Facebook group that didn't SMCI uh you know uh, devalue uh shareholders didn't they um they issue more stock well they didn't issue more stock they issued a bond uh, and they, they, I think they did, may have issued more stock. I forget what it was, but they did um, devalue shareholders uh, by issuing more debt. But the difference between that and somebody that issued a company that's not making money that issues more shares is that it, 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 they use that money. They were clear and specific with how they were using the money. They used the money to get the hardware to make the sales for, so that they could push it onto customers. And what they did was they held their margins. That's why you're seeing this company make so much more money. So, so you know, issuing shares and, and doing devaluing and stuff like that, it's not always a bad move. 
Uh, not always a bad move at all. You know what was a bad move? Um, Intel. This one is trading at 42.23. I identified 43 as my out point. I'm getting out. Uh, they announced, let me see, I'll go over Seeking Alpha because they announced that they're going to delay something. Um, uh, I think it was a plant or something's going to be delayed. Let me see exactly what it is. This is what you do. You go over to uh, Seeking Alpha and you can find exactly what you want. Um, on the news, on stuff. Intel's Ohio delay likely due to excess capacity, not roadmap concerns. That's an analyst. Uh, Intel delays $20 billion chip facility in Ohio. You know, this is going to dip down to three-handle. I'm getting out. My $25,000, I think I'm going to take an 11% gain. I bought it up here at 48 um, with the algorithm. The algorithm got you out with a 10% gain. I'm getting out probably with a 10.01, 10.02, somewhere around that. It'll be a nice $2,500 loss. No worries. I've made that in SMCI plus some. Um, but I'm, I'm done waiting on this one. I think we're getting down to the 38 level. Honest to God, I think that's where we're going on this one. Um, for Trend Spider, uh, folks, there is a new uh, PE. Uh, oh, let me look at this. Uh, I think I closed it by accident. There is a new PE indicator uh, suite that you can uh, import, import the, uh, the PE stuff. This is really, really good. Understand, uh, I, look, I am both a fundamental and a technical trader. Uh, fundamentals are, you know, to PE, uh, technicals are just the stock chart. Um, Jason from Transpider, he will say it many times on his, um, his live when he goes live. He is just a technical trader. He doesn't care what the PE is. He doesn't care about, you know, how much revenue the companies make. He doesn't care about forecasts. He doesn't care about profits. He just cares about the charts. And that's the type of trader that he is. You can pick whichever one you want. I'm a mix. I am probably more of a fundamental trader than I am a technical trader. Uh, but I do understand charts. This P-E ratio is really good. Sign up for the newsletter. Get in there. Um, just, you know, take a look at it. Now, uh, let's see. How good is Q's during the month of February? Not good. Uh, February is the least winning month of the NASDAQ over the last 20 years. Red 60% of the time. If you're a TrendSpider uh, uh, subscriber, go over, look at the cues. You can go down to seasonality. You can add it in uh, on your thing. Look at the seasonality, and we're going to change this to not week of the year, because the week of the year, this is a good week. Um, you know, We can go back to, let's see, we're going to go back to I'm going to take this back to 2004. Whoop, whoop, whoop. What was the number one movie? I don't know. The next couple of weeks, pretty good. Not bad. You know, you look at the week of the year. Then we're going to take a look at the month of the year. Um, and I'm not you know, basing my stuff. Look at the month. So it, it's a 45% um, was positive. So you, you more than likely are losing money. Good time to get in. Good time to get in. I, I don't think it's a bad time to get in. I think you get in when you're you're going down. We we have been going up on the queues. So if we get a pullback, you get in. Just understand that's my strategy in this market. I've identified since September I was a bull. Now I was wrong in September, but I've identified since September I've been a bull. Uh, October took us way down, but since September I've been a bull. I've been adding to the queues since September. I was down. I mean, look, I was down what? 
7% in October. But since then, if you bought there and you lived through that 7%, you're up 14%. Now, you may come down here and you may only be up 5%. We're playing a long game here. We're, again, we're not hitting singles. We're, we're hit, trying to hit singles, not home runs. But we are playing a, an absolute long game. Let me remove this uh, this segment. I wanted to get out of there. I was trying to hit uh, escape. But if we look at the weekly of the Qs, uh, again, you're at all-time highs. You kind of broke through them back here at 408. I bought more at 406, 404. I bought more. You might pull back there. You very well might pull back here to uh, 374. Um, but if we pull this, volume indicators, I like to go to the last um, high kind of pooch that I saw. And you're seeing most people are holding in here at 358. That goes back to the highs in December, November 2021. So most people are kind of holding here in 360. You got to put out a new uh, a new volume shelf. So, but that the cues just understand. I'm adding to. I have my note. Deck beat again on earnings was up five percent. So something that doesn't get me excited. Again, it didn't get me excited, but I was completely wrong. Uh, Malcolm Price from uh, Spotify wants me to look at CSIQ. Uh, have I mentioned SMCI? CSIQ, Canadian Solar. Solar's been tough. Um, solar, you guys know, I, I invested in Sedge. I wound up losing a couple thousand dollars in Sedge where I was up a couple thousand dollars. Um, yeah, Sedge and, and Canadian Solar, CSIQ. I just stay out until you have a – don't try and time the bottom. I mean, in this market, again, I kind of did this in the uh, the, the previous um, – in, in Facebook Live or um, YouTube Live. But we're in the biggest bull market um, that we've seen in a while since October. And if we go back to October, um, you're up 15%. Not horrible. But, you know, you, you use the algorithm to get in and out. The algorithm that gets you uh, out you, loses you 4%. Buying and holding for 24 months loses you 15%. It's not, you know, it, it, it's not expensive. It's not cheap. But solar, eh. You know, this could, again, this could go up a ton. Uh, you're seeing December upgraded. If we look at some uh, insiders, there's no insider trading. Uh, average target price is 30 or 22 I think that just caps you up there at 30. So CSIQ doesn't get me um, uh, super excited. Uh, Daniel Bradley, congratulations on your retirement. What are your thoughts on GE split? Kind of the same on the Walmart split. It was brought up in the private Facebook group. Why I didn't make a bigger deal of the um, the, the Walmart split. The difference is GE is actually spinning off some businesses. But GE for me, I, I got out of that in 2001. Uh, I don't care to get back into it. Probably a little bit of a mistake. If you look at this monthly and you go back here, here's where I showed you where I got out of it. I got into it and I got out of it. I got out of it in that downturn. Thank God I did. I, you know, This company is just one that's kind of reinventing itself. Now, if you got into it here in uh, September, you know, December 2022, um, we're going to move that down. If you got in there, you got a nice 80, 90% gain. I mean, that's a solid gain. What do I think about it? I don't know enough about the GE split to talk about it. Dex, congratulations. Appreciate your insight. And thank you. You're welcome. Alex, congratulations on your four-year anniversary. Jay Steinbeck, congrats. Any thoughts on SoFi continuing to drop after earnings? It's already returned to pre-earnings. SoFi is a pump stock. 
So what you have to understand is when you get into SoFi, you have to identify the ups and downs. Um, what I said, no, look at this. See the earnings that were, were down here, 32%. I mentioned it yesterday that we could go, you know, we were down 12%. If we go down 32% and you say, okay, from the earnings pop and you go down 32%, where are you going to be at? Uh, you know, peanut butter, jelly time, peanut butter, jelly time. You're going to be right at that support level right down there around six bucks. I'd expect it to get down there. Um, there's nothing that, that tells me that this is, you know, turning a corner. I still think it's a good, you know, trade. I think you buy it under set under, uh, under eight. And I think you wait until it gets to nine or 10, but you got to wait for catalyst. So I don't know where it's going. It is super expensive. I mean, you go over here to Finviz and you look, the Ford PE is 29. So let me just point something out to you. This is not making money, SoFi, okay? And the Ford PE is 29. There is something called an AI train that is currently running. And SMCI is in the middle of it. And the Ford PE is 21. Which one would you have rather held over the past month? Uh, with a forward PE of even less than what SoFi is. Again, don't get trapped into the, the these hype stocks that, that you want to sit and hold. You've got to identify where you get in, where you want to get out. But in something like SoFi, I wouldn't hold it for a while. Yeah, I wouldn't hold it for a while. But uh, yeah, st- Jay, thank you for the comment. But yeah, uh, Carol Clancy Murphy, good for you on the new life. Keep up the good work. Jer- uh, Jay Powell, oh my God, amazing. Uh, thoughts on Melly? Melly is, I've said that personally, I think Melly is great. I think it's a good company. I think they're doing really good things. I think the stock is solid. Uh, it is the Latin American Amazon for me. And this is just me. I'd rather hold Amazon, to be honest with you. And and the reason is just the valuation. So Melly, we talked about it. You know, here's the weekly. There's the chart that I think the, the direction that I see it going in. I think it's going to continue higher. I think it's uh, all-time highs here at about 2,000. I think you get back there. But when we take a look at Melly, and we'll chart it in uh, Seeking Alpha as well. Melly's uh, forward PE of 51, PE of 90. And you look at Amazon. Now, this may have updated with the earnings or not updated with the earnings. Look at the forward PE of 32. I mean, look at that that forward PE versus Melly at, at, at a forward PE of 51. I mean, that that just tells me that, you know, Melly's a little bit over, over uh, you know, overextended. Its target price is 1840. This is pretty heavily covered too. I mean, you know, you've got some some upgrades um, to 1650, upgrade to 2000. So I don't think you have a lot of upside in Melly versus I do think that you have an upside in Amazon. If we go over to Seeking Alpha and we look at Melly, uh, I think the 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 uh, the quant's going to give it a pretty good score. It's a hold. The valuation is neff, and that's that's the only thing, only place where you get dinged. It is the valuation. It's 11 out of 30 in the, the quant uh, in the quant state. PDD is 4.96. They love PDD. eBay, Amazon. I mean, there, there, there's a lot of others. Macy's, which might be taken private. I mean, this is a, 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 a nice $20 stock if you want to get into this one. Um, you know, they have no growth. That's the big problem with Macy's. But 
Melly, I don't mind it. I don't hold it other than probably in some ETFs. So take it what you want. I would pro- I, me. I'm I'm taking Amazon over Melly. Uh, hey, just want to congratulate you. Just this is Justin from Spotify. Uh, for your anniversary, I'd also like to know appreciate <laughs> you to know that I appreciate your douchiness. Uh, I listen every day on my way home from work. Hey, Justin, thank you so much. Peter from email. Uh, congrats on the four years uh, from the nine to five. Huge accomplishment. Thanks on Striker. Peter took his Striker. Uh, Striker. He asked me about Striker, and I said Striker. Eh, I'm not too big on it. Do you really want to buy something that is, uh, you know, at all time highs? And it, you know, it's not in my wheelhouse. This is a defense company. I was like, eh, I, I don't like. Well, they killed it on earnings, and they were up ten percent. Uh, he took it. And 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 kudos to you, Peter. I mean, nice nice job there. Uh, I think that's a great great trade. Me, yeah. Uh, I'm probably just slightly biased on that one. I'm wondering how bullish you are for the next few months. Also, do you hedge for a bear turn? Do you have stop sells uh, to liquidate most of your positions? Could you cover this briefly in the pod? Okay, so here's my safety. I don't have one. So you guys hear me talk about it all the time. I have a plan. Uh, my own personal plan should not be your plan. Uh, I have not protected capital well over the years. Uh, I just, um, uh, oh, it's a tech company. Striker's a tech company. I, yeah, I don't, let's see, SYK. Uh, they are a medical, oh, medical devices. That's what Striker is. I thought it was defense. Sorry about that, med tech. Uh, so yeah, Peter, I don't have uh, stop losses. Uh, I do have some in my retirement account. Uh, I have some of those in my retirement account for short-term positions. For long-term, you've heard me say it, when we get to these 52-week highs, when we get to these all-time highs, I tend to trim but not get out. I don't want to be out of a market. And it's gotten me killed. Um, You know, 2022... I did not beat the S&P. I beat the Qs. I lost less than the Qs, but I lost more than the S&P. It kind of moved me towards the S&P. In 2023, to begin the year, I was off sides. I wasn't in the Qs. And I noticed that, thankfully, early in January, I moved more towards the Qs. I wound up beating the S&P. I didn't beat the Qs because I think it was mid to late January that I got out. And by that time, we had already started the move. Um, And I also had too much Apple and not enough Meta, not enough NVIDIA, not enough um, of the other things. So my uh, position should not be your position. As far as learning how to do it, you have to figure out how you're comfortable. I am very comfortable losing uh, 40% if my belief is that we're bullish long-term and I'm going to make 80%. So it's just more of a a position thing. You know, you can read about protecting capital. You can read about, um, you know, in a brokerage account, you could uh, cover yourself with options and hedge. Uh, You can use triple levered ETFs in your, your, um, your retirement account to try and leverage and hedge and stuff like that. I am not good at that. I am significantly good at, at just buying and holding. That is the core existence of my portfolio. SMCI, I have not sold a share. I have not traded that one. NVIDIA, I have absolutely traded, uh, and I made a mistake. Apple, I have not traded. Amazon, I have trimmed. I have not traded. Uh, Google, I have trimmed. I have not traded. Um, Microsoft, I have trimmed. I have not traded. 
Um, yeah, so the, the, there's differences there. To go over all of my strategies, I don't think it makes sense for me to kind of give you guys that that guidance. Um, you know, look at covered, look at uh, stop losses, look at limit stop limits, um, look at things like that for your retirement account. It makes sense as we're at the 52-week high. If you want to trim and you can do that, go ahead and do it. I am not that disciplined. I wake up every day. I look at the charts of my portfolio. I make a plan. I do it on the weekends. I take a look at this the plan, move forward, and, and do this kind of thing. So, yeah. And then it's the weekends. It, it's the after hours. It's that kind of planning. I use Apple Notes. You know, you wonder why I'm, I'm big on Apple. I use Apple Notes. I have a, a note section. So I, I have a note section for the, uh, the podcast. And then I have a note section for my personal stocks. And I update my personal stocks. I do a daily update. So when I'm doing stuff in the morning, I'm typically looking at my portfolio. I'm looking at the charts. And I'm saying, I might want to sell this. I might want to buy this. I might want to sell this. That's what I do. That's what you should be doing. Instead of listening to me, you should be out there just looking at charts. So that's my take on it, Peter. Uh, let's look at scans. Scans. Uh, one of the covered call ETFs, DJIA. Uh, this is a uh, one on the Dow Jones. This is a thirty co- Dow thirty covered calls. I mean, look at that one. That that's been a solid mover. This one has another cross up. It's it's moving really well. We're in there. Boyle got a cross up. Uh, by the way, I do want to warn you, and I say this all the time. There was not a lot of bullish cross ups. Um, Boyle got a cross up here. Um, you know, the, you can see the MACD's just kind of floundering down there. That's why we have a cross up. Uh, it still looks good. Natural gas is just too low, but we still have so much supply. That's the problem. So I haven't been trading this one. I haven't been looking at it. SRTY, which is a short of the Russell 2000. Um, this got a, a nice little entry at 33. You're, uh, up 5% in this because the Russell is down probably a good amount. Uh, SMDD, which is the mid cap 400. Uh, this got a cross up. Uh, it's flat 1409. Uh, looks like the cross up. Um, but it's trading at 1371, which is kind of where it opened at. So nothing real big on that one. Uh, this was an interesting one. SEC limited. Now, the reason I want to show you this is because way back here, I put this channel in and somebody asked me, I think somebody asked me about it, but this is a stock that I've traded in the past. It's on my personal watch list. Um, It's an interesting one because since August, we've been in this channel. Now, my uh, algorithm loses you 41% on this. Uh, Buying and holding loses you 73%. So this is a bearish stock and it's probably bearish because it's a um, uh, high multiple stock. It's an internet retail uh, this, yeah, it's, this is the internet retail for Singapore. It's a foreign internet retail one. You can see multiple bottoms. Somebody did ask me about this and I wanted to point this out because it is in my not own list. I've traded this in the past. We can look at a long term of this. It's just been a dog. Do you buy at the bottom? No, but you can see since August, this one's kind of put in a bottom here between 33 and 43. Um, does it come back up? It's still expensive. That forward PE of 49, is just crazy. The PE of 38 is crazy in in a, a economy that's probably not soaring, which is Southeast Asia. Uh, it could be. I just don't know enough about it. Uh, we had a win cross up. 
Uh, if you're into gambling, I like DraftKings personally. I think that one, I'm still, I, I think I may have gotten out of DraftKings and I didn't get back in. Uh, but when crossed up, Booking Holdings, BKNG, uh, this is a travel stock. This has been on fire. I mean, this has been a solid, solid gainer. Algorithm makes you 12% over two years, but buying and holding makes you 43%. Uh, it has just been a solid, solid mover. It's at all-time highs. Again, do you want to hold this one at all-time highs? Um, BKNG, we can look over here. The PE is 20. So it's below what SMCI is, but I don't think it's growing as much as SMCI, to be honest. The earnings uh, per share next five years, 27%, 27% per year. If we look at SMCI, uh, the earnings per share over the next five years are 39%. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, next five years, 39%. So uh, yeah, I'm going to compare everything to SMCI. It's just that good of a stock. LMT, Lockheed Martin, uh, and it's still cheap. Uh, relatively speaking, it's still cheap. The, the thing that you're going to have to worry about uh, SMCI is when does the turnaround of, hey, we've spent so much money on AI, we have all the hardware that we need, now we need to develop the software. Uh, when does that start? And I don't know the answer. I have no idea what the answer is. Um, but that's when you're going to want to get out of uh, SMCI. But with uh, Facebook saying we're going full head on, with Apple saying we're going full head on, with Amazon saying, hey, we need more uh, AI because our customers are saying that, with Microsoft saying AI is the future, right now, server space is, is, is super, super into it. Uh, LMT, final one. LMT is uh, Lockheed Martin. It's a beaten up stock. Uh, may have an opportunity here. 429 is the alg uh, algorithm buy-in. Look at that MACD here. Uh, last time the MACD was down here was way back here in October. Nice 13% move up. You're under the 200-day. From a long-term perspective, again, this is a defense company. Um, you are not quite at the 200-day, uh, which is at 410. And there's a gap between 411 and 426. You could bounce off that gap. You could go back and fill it. So I'd be a little bit careful of this one, but I will tell you that the 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 RSI is at 40, moving down. Just figure it out. LMT, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, Chris is saying it's still got more room to drop. Be a little bit careful. The algorithm uh, loses you 5% on this. Buying and holding makes you 10%. It's an upward-moving stock. The algorithm may not be well-attuned to actually run on this one. Remember, it's mostly a tech, volatile kind of stock. This hasn't been a super volatile one. Uh, but you do have this gap down here even to 403. So be a little bit careful. Okay, if you are interested in anything, anything that I said, uh, any of the charts, TrendSpider has a new seven-day offer. Uh, you can try this one. for uh, It's no longer a free seven-day trial. 29 bucks for a week. You get $29 for a week, and then you pay 149 per month. But if you like it, you know, hey, you get a discount, 129 uh, for the year, it's $83 per month, $9.96. So, you know, click on this link, uh, the top link on my uh, link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R.ee. Click on that link. Sign up for TrendSpider. Email me once you do from the email account that you signed up with. And I will email you my four-hour algorithm, the 65-minute algorithm that you can day trade with, all of the watch lists and the scanners that I use. They're all there that you can just click on it and import it. It's a great, great tool. That's my top tool. Second link is Seeking Alpha Premium. 
Uh, this is so you can see the quant rating, so you can see all the analysis. It's $189 per year. That is not much. I will tell you, the $189 buys me back hours and hours and hours of research a week that I used to do on Finviz, just clicking on random. You know, you can go over to SMCI and look at this info. It's great. If you have a smaller account, I am not dinging Finviz. I am just saying it took me hours and hours and hours of time to find, go through Zacks, which is absolute, just a mess. Investing.com, absolute mess. Motley Fool, they're talking their book. Uh, Yahoo Finance video, why am I watching Yahoo Finance? So understand what Seeking Alpha did for 189 bucks is I bought back hours of my time. Uh, that's what Seeking Alpha Premium is for. You can in, uh, import your own portfolio. And it's a $50 coupon with a free seven-day trial. Uh, but you import, this is the core portfolio. I get an email every morning, like I said, with the upgrades, downgrades, everything that changed. You get these sliders, which are great for the day in the 52-week range. It just makes managing a portfolio so simple. And that if you're doing that and you're not in Seeking Alpha, you're out of your mind. The third link, Alpha Picks. We went over how Alpha Picks uh, picked out Twilio uh, yesterday as their, their, their monthly pick. You can read all about it. A ready-made solution for your portfolio. Uh, Powell, which is up 50% just on earnings. Um, Exxon removed from the portfolio due to the hold rating. Uh, yeah. URI and, and, and Comcast, they crushed it on earnings. Uh, here's the webinar. You get all of that. Now, here's the returns. It's $100 for uh, Alpha Picks, $100 a year. And they give you all of this research. You don't get access to Seeking Alpha. You get access to the Alpha Picks group, which is basically looking at their stocks. You can look at the portfolio. You can say, you know what? All of these have strong buys on them. You can say, okay, well, what's the rating on others? Well, there's a hold, there's a hold, there's a hold. You know, Uber Technologies has a hold. This is at an all-time high. MI Homes is a hold. T-Mobile is a hold because it's just run so much. Marathon Petroleum, it's been huge. It's up 43% in the portfolio. MI Homes is up 20, 236%. So you get access to all that. For $100 a year, you get access to this. Here's the performance. You can look at the performance. You get to look at these stocks. You get to look at everything that you want for 100 bucks a year. It is absolutely worth it. I have been using that one, uh, that group, to kind of go through stocks. It's fantastic. Now, Webull. I just imported a bunch of people who signed up for Webull. First off, thank you. Second off, why are you not putting money into Webull? I just had to use the, uh, the, the website on Fidelity. Fidelity is my main broker. If you want are interested in a brokerage uh, account, uh, just ping me because um, uh, because uh, you know I can hook you up with my guy Stuart. But if you're uh, if you're interested in just trading and you have a smaller account or you have some other brokerage, I'd put money into Webull. I hate the Fidelity app. I hate it. I can't stand trading with it. I do like. Um, the, the, their market view. Um, they have a new market view where you can trade on the computer. That's fantastic. It's web-based. Uh, or I'm sorry, it's browser-based. So I really like that one. But the app sucks. That's why I put $1,000 into Webull. I think you should get some free stocks sign up for Webull. And the final tool is the newsletter. I mean, why, why there's tens of thousands of people who listen to me every day 
If you're getting this and you're not signed up for the newsletter, you're out of your mind. It's absolutely free. The education stuff, if you want the education stuff, get it. It's 120 bucks a year. Uh, sign up for it. I do spend hours upon hours writing this stuff. I've been getting great feedback on that. I will go into, let's see what the um, the, the content is. Let's see, list of terms. Uh, buy at or under this price. Kind of like I said, hey, $20 for Cleveland Cliffs, $80 for... Um, for Shopify, 180 uh, or 150. I'm sorry for Amazon, uh, 400 for uh, Meta. You want to know how I come to that? Honestly, it's a roulette wheel, but I do have a good way of looking at charts. I'll kind of explain it to you. No man's land, RSI. That's coming up. Uh, how I trade using confirmation, MACD, RSI on shorter time frames. That's coming up. I'll teach you how to day trade on using confirmation on shorter time frames with the RSI. Um, things that, you know, things like that, that's what I teach in the newsletter. Um, so that's the paid stuff. And I do spend a lot of time on that. So those are the tools. That's how you look at that. If you want to join the socials, you just go up here. I got a Twitter. Uh, I've got a private Facebook group. I've got Instagram that I'm active with. We even have Reddit, by the way. Um, we have a Reddit community, just so you know, that I just assigned a couple of moderators to. Uh, I don't look at it often. I probably need to. But yeah, happy anniversary. Ah, great. You know, uh, from Disembodiment. <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, thanks for the message on GOC. Yeah, uh, up 20, I had a 20% gain, probably just temporary pop on the news, planning to take your advice and trade it. So get into the, the Daily Stock Pick Reddit. The, the link is on the link tree down at the bottom. I know nothing about it. I'm trying to uh, make sure that we have members in there right now. We have 28. Uh, I think we have, you know, close to a thousand on the, the Facebook group, if I remember correctly. Um, but it's usually a pretty good community. And by the way, disembodiment, ignore that. He's super nice, super sweet guy. Uh, you know, he doesn't have a, uh, any kind of stuff, but any kind of disembodiment, I don't think. Uh, random lettuce. He's good too. That random lettuce, I think is the, uh, bullish bites. Uh, I think that's who it is, but yeah, I'll try and be a little bit more active on here. Uh, on, on Reddit, but again, join join me, uh, and I will talk to you guys on Monday. For the paid subscribers, I'll send you out an email over the weekend. I'll send out the newsletter too. Okay, take care. and fears.